This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Okay, and welcome in to another edition of The Tailgate, brought to you by all of our great sponsors, including Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo today. So, uh, our last show of the week. Appreciate all of you for putting up with us taking a day off here and there. And uh, yesterday it was because of the Rays. Tomorrow it's because I'm playing golf. Wow. Hurricane Tim comes to town. Final day of golf camp, too. We'll have a big water slide for the kids out there if you want to really? go well, down it. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Mm, be hot. So. Well, the interesting thing is we're going to try to play as many holes as we can play, and then my wife's going to pick me up going to St. Augustine. Ah. So she goes, well, there's a shower out there. I'm like, really? I don't need Let's jump on the water slide. Uh, that, that sounds like a better deal for me. Yeah, Jump on yeah. the water slide. You get in the bottom where all the kids pee in the water at the end? I didn't Perfect. wasn't aware of that, but no, they're not in there long enough to do that. No, but you would assume at a public pool they would. I did hit the pool yesterday, not for not for peeing purposes, but man, it was high. I played nine holes yesterday, and it was steamy. And it's I think it's way worse today. What look are you into now with the swim trunks? Are you the board shorts? Are you the speedo? Are you the kind of the European nah, I've got boxer th- looking shorts? I've got this one pair that is a it's they're not short but they're not long. They're kind of in the middle. So kind of like nut huggers. And they no, and they feel good though. They just feel good around me. So that's what I wear. <laughs> I've got here's a funny thing. I've got like about four bathing suits in my uh, drawer, but they're all too big. I think we're going to uh, try to get it sponsored. What? But we should do a calendar, Radio Personalities of Gainesville. Did you just go off the air for a yeah. minute? Okay. Hey, <laughs> shut me off. Yeah. Um, my back? No. Yeah. Well, I did Got see me? that apparently, uh, according to Our Town, I was named the most... I don't know, best commentator or something. I don't Sweet. even know what it was. How about that? Yeah. You were third in the best announcer, I think. That sucks. At least I made yeah, the top you, three. No, uh, radio personality. So you were the, whoever was the number one was like on KTK or someone. That's somebody I didn't know. I can't remember who was two. Okay. You should be number one. You're number one in my book, Jeff. I'll tell you that Thank much. you, Patrick. But, um, yeah, so... Um, well, speaking of uh, radio and mics and everything else, Gators finally talked to people. I did. At SEC Yesterday, Media yeah. Day. So we have some stuff to talk about. And to me, I think the cool part about a lot of the stuff, at least from what I saw, because I was trying to watch the Open, I was trying to was, teach kids, at, teach kids at golf <laughs> camp and do all these other things, but there's a lot of positivity coming out about the Gator defense 
and what this defense could be under Austin Armstrong. And there was even stuff that made stories about how much Nick Saban was hyping up Armstrong, and that's obviously why he hired him. And Kirby Smart said the same thing. So I think there's a lot of people that actually yeah. have a, an exciting understanding. And maybe now when we look back at the spring game, it'd be like, man, offense sucked. Gators are going to be horrible again. Well, maybe we can actually use the narrative of, guess what? Maybe the defense is actually going to be pretty darn good. Well, the interesting thing, I think he turned 30 yesterday. Or someday, day this week, he turned 30. Still the youngest yeah. coordinator in FBS. And it, it wasn't a name that jumped out at you or anything like that. I think everybody thought Belichick would be the coordinator mm-hmm. or, or uh, you know, somebody like that. And I know that I wanted Charlie Strong to come here, but that was just personal. Um, so, I, I mean, I want to see what this guy can do. You're right, Jeff. Watching that spring game was painful. But the one thing I did take away from it is maybe they are good on defense and and maybe they will they will run more blitzes to try to yeah, get get to the quarterback. to the quarterback, which last year they were I think twelfth or thirteenth in sacks. I think they had twenty five or something like that. And and that actually coming away from that game because I got to and that's with the guy who r- rushed the quarterback on every every play, play yeah, <laughs> and Cox. But I got to be on the sidelines for that game, and that's what I took. Just how much it seemed like in a short time the guys liked playing for him, and how yeah. much passion he had of coaching defense. And I mean, they would go out and chest bump each other in between plays and different things. So I think he's related to them really well. I think he's finding what their strengths are and being able to at least say, okay, here's what you're good at. Here's what type of defense we can run with you in there and and all these other things. So I I think it's exciting. I just, yeah, I wrote something for Gator Country on the 12 things that my takeaways from SEC media days, which are now over. But one of them was, I think defense is making a comeback. And I think all around this, conference people are saying you know what it'd be good if we could play some defense and then you know okay we, we still know that offense is ruling the roost but we need to play deep better defense to win that, that's the way it is at Ole Miss I think it's the way it is at uh, South Carolina and Missouri uh, definitely at Florida uh, where you've got if you're going to get from one level to another and in Florida's case it's from mediocre yeah. to good that's what you're trying to do. It's only going to be as good as your defense. Same way with Ole Miss. Ole Miss got a bunch of new players, a bunch of guys from the portal. I think they have 40 new players. Listen to Lane Kiffin today. Although, I, for some reason, he was not – nobody gave him a hairbrush. You see that look? No. Uh, that was not good. I don't know what was going on there. Maybe he was, was partying too much It was in literally like he just rolled out of bed. No, well, maybe. I don't know her name. Did he go early? That's what she said. But it wasn't that. Yeah, I guess it was a little bit kind of early. Um, well, they were, what, 10.30? He was the second one so, to go. So yeah. that's, that's a little early if you're going out in Nashville. I'm telling you, it was a nasty look. But anyway, I thought he was really good today, too. He was He's funny. It, it, I, I told you this off the air before. That's the thing I used to do is go to the radio rooms. Go to all the rooms. Because you're not going to get much in the main room from the where the main print media is, right? You're not going to get much there. Nobody's going to say anything. I used to hate it when they brought Tebow up there and to that podium because you're like, he's not going to say anything at the podium. Where he, he, 
But in a radio room, and you're just sitting there, and you're just talking, you're kind of chatting with guys, you, you say things. And I used to go to the radio rooms, the TV rooms. One year, I followed Tebow to every room. I only got thrown out of one of them. Not bad. Um, the SEC Network room was, well, at the time, I think it was like the JP Jefferson Pilot Room. I would go to. Every, I wanted to go to every room with Tebow just to follow. This would have been. Oh. Eight, I think. I don't think. It, I think it was. Might have been oh seven though. It might have been his Heisman year. Okay. Anyway, whatever year it was, um, and it was a blast. I had fun doing it. Just listening to everything, the different answers he would give, but you would get such good stuff doing that, because. These guys get tired of answering the same questions the same way all the time. So they're going to try to come up with something different. And, 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 and you would be, sometimes you'd be in that print room and you'd be on the internet and you just look, look, looking to see what's going on. You go, oh, over in the, uh, over in the uh, SEC network room, uh, Jaden Daniels just said he's re- he wants to kill Florida or something like that. And you go, oh, that's the quote I wanted. Too late, you can't go over and get it, but. I don't know. I, I do. I told Robbie this the other day. I miss SEC media days, but I don't miss being there. I miss, I miss the work. Yeah. And I miss the nights. But if I had a choice, I would rather still be home. Interesting. Because I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to? Use a quote that you don't hear. Is that good oh, yeah. journalistic uh, um, procedure? I think you have to look at who requoted it. So late, let's just say Pat Forty says Tebow uh, just said uh, here in the radio room that he's um, coming back for a senior year. All right, whatever, whatever it was like that. You would try to find if that was true or not before, but. You could use that as a quote, but you would have to attribute it to him, to whoever tweeted it out. All right, but because you, you don't know that he said it now, or but if what if could, what if okay, what if back in the day when when you were doing that, Robbie was in a room and he tape recorded Robbie, Robbie it. Robbie never left the room, the big room. All right, well, just <laughs> example: if he he got it on a tape recorder, you didn't hear it. Could you still oh, yeah. go back and use that? I. I yeah, all the time. Anything Robbie gives me, I'll, I'll, I'll okay. use. The, the, the fun thing that I used to enjoy was I'd, there, there's always this opportunity with the head coach at Florida. It's with every coach, but the head coach and the players up in a, in a, at another level, you know, like a different floor. Mm-hmm. So you would go up there, and before they went on, you would interview the coach, and they would have one session for the local media and then one session for the national media. Well, I would always tell the national guys, guys, I'm not leaving. I'm staying here to make sure he doesn't say anything good to you. And they treated me great over there. So you would get stuff. In fact, that's where the – let me tell you what. One of the biggest reasons Jim McElwain got fired was because of what he said in that national meeting there. Because he went on and on about how Florida's facilities, facilities. were so bad – and they were like next to laughs in the SEC and everything. And he went on and on about it. And I, that was a great story for me. I got to write about it. And then the next day, I got a lot of phone calls from people who were uh, above my pay grade saying, that's it. He's, we, he needs to get out of here. And that, I, I think that, w- 
I don't want to say that was the beginning of the end. I think the beginning of the end was after the Outback Bowl. When he said, well, now we'll see if they can pony up some money around here for some facilities. And He had just met with Scott Strickland about it. And they said, here's what we're going to do, here's what we're going to do, here's what we're going to do. That infuriated Scott. I I'm can sure. tell you that. But he just couldn't help himself, could he? First time I ever spoke to him was me giving him a tour of the baseball stadium. The old one? McKeithen, yeah. Well, yeah. There wasn't the new one, wasn't there? <laughs> and we walked over, and he, again, didn't know me from anybody until we formed our relationship, but he, he made a comment to me and asked kind of where he thought it was ranked in amongst the facilities. And, you know, then he kind of said something negative and I was like, wow, it's like, like I've never even met you before and this is what you're saying. So yeah, yeah, I think that was his biggest beef of everything. The first time. And again, I, you and I both have, but it didn't. And I guess before you, sorry, interrupt you, but to me, I almost wanted to say to him, Hey, jackass, we've been to the world series a whole bunch of times. Like we're one of the, if not the best program in college right now. So it's not making a difference. So don't use that as an excuse. Like like, we're really damn good at baseball. Well, what I was going to say was you and I both liked the guy. We, we got along great with him. Um, but every time he would say something like that, you would kind of wince and go, that's eh, not going to go well if he's going to keep that up. I remember um, the first time I ever sat down with him, I, I'd been to the press conference and everything, but then they, they had an ex- opportunity for local media to come one-on-one and, and meet with McElwain. And he's sitting there with a dip in. Mm-hmm. I'm curious whether Mullen's the first coach not to dip in the office. At Florida, since Spurrier, I think everyone, every little, everybody else has did. But anyway, so his foot is going a mile a minute. Yep. he's like he clearly doesn't want to be there. And, I, and to be honest with you, I'm not that fond of being there. He'd already made me wait two hours, so he's going a mile a minute. And then he starts ripping the facilities. He goes, "I never would have." I I said, "Would you have come here if you knew what the facilities were like?" And he said, "I would have gotten more money. I promise you that." I said, "Well, you know what? Here's an idea next time." Come here before, yeah. yeah. Before you take the job, go look at the place. Uh, but again, you know, that's there's no excuses for no. the current coach. And the place wasn't that bad. All right, let's uh, get a break. We'll come back and open up those Titan MRI hotlines three nine two eight two five five. If you listen to some of the stuff today, what'd you think? Uh, has it excited you even more? Is it just talking season where everybody's going to say all the uh, the good things anyway? Plenty of time to chat about it here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. This is Tyler Kenyon. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays begin play with the Baltimore Orioles at 640 PM. Game coverage starts right here at 6 PM. The two teams look to win the first game in a four-game series with the Rays looking to come back from a four-game sweep against the Texas Rangers. In professional golf, former Gator Billy Horschel competes in the British Open Championship that begins today on the Royal Liverpool course. The $16.5 million cash prize will be contended over from now until the 23rd. In more Gator news, number one for the Gator football team has officially been claimed by defensive end Princely Umanmielen. The lineman previously wore number 33 but swapped for his junior season. 
That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Tyler Kenyon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck? We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh. All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our old cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. SurfPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Coming in August, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we're back here. i got to find out how much golf Jeff watched today. I watched, like I didn't get up at 1.30 to start watching it, but I did start watching about 8 o'clock. Oh, I beat you. I got up at 6 Did and watched turn it. Right on? Yep. Peacock. Turned it immediately on. No, it was on uh, USA Network. Yeah. Well, I, I turned it on. When I got turned it on, I could only get it on Peacock. But then I got all these feature groups. I don't have groups. Peacock. I got all these feature groups and stuff like that and feature hall. I'm like, nah, never mind. So I just went to work. Yeah, <laughs> just the coverage was on USA Network. And it was good. Watched it. And I watched... Uh, my boy Tommy Fleetwood, who I picked, he did tie for the uh, the top. He could win it sixty six today, and the other guy that's tied with him, or one of the guys, uh, well Grillo, is tied, and then uh, Christo, he made like an eighty foot shot, eighty foot putt on him. Christo Lamprecht, who was on that Georgia Tech team that fell woefully short against the Gators. He did, yeah. It's kind of cool. Now I want to go back and see if he won. Yeah, if he won his match. match, yeah, you should go back and check that out. Yeah, he is a uh, he's only a junior at Georgia Tech. For those that don't know, and he went out and shot a sixty six to lead the British Open, six foot eight amateur yeah, out that, there uh, doing his thing. They were they were making a great point today that uh, he's six eight and Stuart Sinks is, is six four, who's another Georgia Tech guy. So they grow him tall down there. And good old Georgia. That's going to take you a while to look up. No, I was looking at something else. Oh, you're not savvy on the internet. All right, so when we were talking about giving credit to where credit is due, I will credit Chris Harry of FloridaGators.com for this because I read a bunch of different stories and want to hear some quotes and listen to interviews of Napier and the the Gators that spoke. But I, I think my favorite one... And this is, again, where I want to get input from all of you out there, if you actually believe this, or is this just talk or complete BS. This is what Napier said. I'm excited about the compound effect of year two, the consistency of the process, the consistency in our systems. I think we have defined the expectations, renewed the accountability, and there is a different level of discipline and a different level of detail as we work today. So basically saying, it's year two. We've got a lot of guys that have now been here, part of the program for a little bit. They understand what we want. We understand how to coach them. And we understand how to coach them. Which, to me, I think in coaching, that's a lot. And and I always go back to to this example. And you could say I'm full of crap, duels, or what. You are, but go ahead. I'll never forget. Ryan Sheely. You remember that name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan was really good. Made the big leagues. Hit the ball a long way. Yeah, he could hit it really far. Big guy. But under Andy Lopez, he couldn't play. And Lopes just somehow never got to him and coached him the way that he needed to be coaches. Now, I love Andy Lopez. I call him like a second dad. And he obviously coached me in a way that made me really successful and got to where I was and all this other stuff, but there was just certain guys. There was also this guy, and you won't know his name, Weber Bowen was his name. He was a catcher from Minnesota, and he came down here, supposed to be really good. 
The guy couldn't play a lick because Lopes he, just yelled at him. That all was the before time. the transfer portal. Yes. Too. So Lopes just yelled at him all the time. So the dude ended up having to go to like a psychologist and they diagnosed him with Andy Lopez itis <laughs> because Lopes just yelled and screamed and that's the way that Lopes would, would coach you. And for a lot of people it worked and it resonated and you had to understand what he was trying to do. But I think Sheely is again one of those guys, but then that was when Lopes then got fired and then Pat McMahon came in. And Pat McMahon was more of the coddle you, rub your back, Definitely, yeah. do that kind of stuff. And Sheely excelled in that. And Ryan then becomes an All-American, hits a whole bunch of homers, makes the big leagues because of what he was able to do. But I, I always think about that example. Like, I can't – like, Jose's our producer today. I can probably talk to Duels a different way and him understand than I can to Jose. Because Jose is a lot smarter, a lot better looking, you know, a lot – of a lot of these traits where it's different than Pat. So I can't talk to you guys the same way. So I think in coaching, it's the same thing, right? You can't talk to Ricky Pearsall the same way you can to some freshman wide receiver because the freshman's not going to understand that you're actually, if you're yelling at him, you're trying to help him. Whereas Pearsall says, well, I've, I understand what Napier's trying to do so I can play for him. Well, despite the insult to me, um, I agree with you. I mean, I and again, not everybody deals with coaching the same way, yeah. and and everybody, every coach is different. I mean, you look at the situation at at LSU is a good example, where you had Ogeron, they won a national title with him, yeah. but then he kind of lost himself and and became began bringing his girlfriends out to practice and everything like that, and but and, and coddling showing players. their feet. But the, he was coddling players. He always was coddling players. It worked for him one year and then didn't work for him mm-hmm. after that. And and now you bring in Brian Kelly, who can be a SOB. There's no doubt about that. Um, but sometimes guys want to be coached hard. I always thought that was uh, – I've seen a lot of athletes go go through here. I know, I'll give you a good example. Uh, Scotty, Scotty uh, Lewis didn't want to be coached hard. Mm-hmm. Really didn't. Just wanted to say – Here's what I've done my whole life. Watch me play. Yeah. Get me the ball and watch me play. Some guys don't want to be coached hard and and not all coaches that are coached hard are right either. There's some guys that they shouldn't handle that way. But um it's an interesting dynamic. And the other thing I thought about watching this all SEC the SEC uh, media days is how um a lot of these um players I think when people start talking about dumb football players, they're not bringing the dumb football players there. They're bringing the smart ones. They're bringing the ones who can really talk. Sure. I've been, I was so impressed with everybody who did an interview. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of his name from the Ole Miss running back. Um, Queen Sean. I can't think of his last name. But anyway, he, he Judkins, who is the leading, I think, running back returning in the SEC. And should have a big year. Just love listening to these guys talk. I mean, it was just they were really good, and and all the Florida guys were great. You know, Pearsall was great. I, Pearsall's now lost some weight. Yeah, he's going to be quicker. Thinning up. All right. When you come across that middle, yeah. now don't. Well, get, he's going to be on the outside now. Yeah. He won't be the slot guy anymore. So maybe that's why. 
Did well, you, and that's going to be an interesting dynamic too because you got to open a lot as, as a slot guy, yeah. which, which you tend to do. You tend to get the fourth or third best. Yeah, corner. but if you're a good route runner, then yeah. which he is, then he can maybe make some plays out there. Did you find it? Yes, I did. What happened? Uh, Lamprecht, who is tied for lead at the uh, British Open right now, went to Georgia Tech. He got his behind whipped by Yuxin Lee. Really? Four and three. Wow. See you later. Come back next year. Smoked him. <laughs> Makes me w- like him that much more, Yuxin Lin. Yeah, that was good. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back. Uh, more of your phone calls next here on the tailgate. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now is the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Staying hot well into the evening. We do have a chance to get cooled down by a passing thunderstorm, but the better chance for rain today is well south of our area, closer to the I-4 corridor. Tonight, mostly clear skies, very mild low temperatures tomorrow morning, only falling again into the mid-70s. The heat continues to wrap up the work week highs tomorrow in the upper 90s. Heat indices again between 105 and 110. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Oh, the dog days of summer continue to bark. But don't worry, we're about to throw you another bone. The Rays continue their blistering summer heat wave, and we want you to experience it in person. Saturday, July 22nd, the Rays host the Orioles, and we want to send you. Just log on to WRUF.com and click on Contests. There you'll find the Rays Summer Heat Wave. Just fill out the form and you'll be in the running to win a pair of tickets to see the Rays host the Orioles on Saturday, July 22nd. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Your home for Rays baseball. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Jeff will be gone for the second hour, so I expect a lot of phone calls coming in. If not, I will just sing the whole time. Ooh. How about that? No. I'm Incentive. I could talk about SEC football all day, and of course, that's uh, we've had plenty of stuff to talk to talk about, including. I mean, there wasn't a, there was hardly any news coming out of there, but. There was a kind of a uh, a vibe that I got, which is that everybody in that conference knows this is the best conference. This is why we're playing in it. That's why Texas, Oklahoma are coming here. We got the best teams, best players, and now we'll just see who who wins those games. You know who who wins Alabama, LSU. Who wins uh, Georgia, Tennessee? That who wins Florida, South Carolina? Who wins all these games? But. There's no, there's no point in even saying you're the best anymore. You know it. Everybody knows it. Nobody's even going to argue. That you do. Speaking of winning, all of our callers and listeners now are winners because we hear from the cattlemen. What's up, Mikey? I thought you were going to tell me I won Powerball, Jeff. That'd be cool. I got in a pool <laughs> and we won $2. I might even shoot y'all a meal or two. That'd be nice. M- maybe even shoot a strickle in the... Half a million for all these bad coaches he hired. Y'all, y'all do buyouts down there? Yeah, there's there's a few. <laughs> ah, just goofing off, guys. Hey, um, Jeff, a little, uh, I want to ask y'all about media days. First thing, Jeff, um, you run that golf course in town, right? Yep. Uh, Kiffin looked pretty good today, didn't he? Did you see his look? Yeah, I ended up. I didn't see it originally, but Pat showed me a picture, and then we just saw him on there. I mean, he he was yeah, getting after yeah, it last yeah. night. I bet. Yeah. Well, now when you when, 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 you actually, 
when, when you actually yeah when you actually come from L.A. Manhattan Beach and you know how to dress and get hot women, that's how you dress. Hey, let me ask you. Why do you have a comb though? Uh, well. Style it with your hands. That's what I do. I never use a comb. Uh, well, uh, well, Jeff, uh, let me ask you a golf course question first. Um, you run that golf course in town, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you play golf on your course in blue jeans? No. Okay. Some of you shorts are fine in 100-degree heat. Nobody has trouble with that. Yep. Uh, I don't know that I've ever worn long pants at Ironwood okay. Golf Okay. You don't let these dorks that wear untucked shirts on your course, do you, Jeff? Yeah, we get some college kids that are out there. <laughs> Maybe a head coach or two. If needed. <laughs> I just goofing a little bit, guys. Hey, Pat, um, two things for you. Uh, first off, Kiffin did drop some pretty good content, I thought. Um, you know, we forget Kiffin started it with the Raiders, um, you know, NFL background, Pete Carroll and all that. And uh, whatever you think about the NFL, I enjoy college and pro, but we all know the NFL has rules. It has a salary cap, uh, you know, tampering, free agency rules, franchise tags. Kiffin made some excellent points today that we all know. I mean, he didn't break news, but he pretty much just went out there. With, didn't even need a question. He just went out there and dropped the nuclear bomb, said it's the wild, wild west. It's no rules. This is this is college football Charlie Pale, best team money could buy in 1984, isn't it? Well, it is, but it, it, I, yeah, like you said, there is no real breaking news there. He said what everybody's been saying, and I did think he was very eloquent in what he said, but I will, but the bottom line is he might as well have been talking into a paper bag because coaches aren't going to have anything to do with how this gets resolved. It's all going to come down to whether Congress does anything, and it'll be yeah. at least two years before anything like that happens. That was going to be my next question, uh, Pat. I think, and I've been thinking this for a while, that um, Sankey needs to quit going to Congress and asking Congress to solve the problem. Sankey needs to solve the problem himself. But how do you solve it? You declare yourself the mini-NFL. You demand complete transparency. You say, okay, this is what we're going to pay on players, sue us in court. We're going to do the NFL model. You might have to consult some NFL guys. You're probably going to have to hire your own attorneys. Uh, Kiffin, main things, Kiffin's main point today was we need guardrails. Well, I, I think that's, any coach, that's what this, the commissioner said on Monday. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think any I think any college president, any coach, any you know boosters, you know, it's a nuclear, you know. Uh, you know, yeah. we, all, we all know all this, but, but mainly we need guardrails. Um, the NFL, I love the NFL, and the NFL is awesome because it has rules. You can't In Major League Baseball, Jeff, you know this, I'm surprised the Devil Rays can ever compete with the Yankees. Does, does Major League Baseball have a salary cap now? They do. Or like, when do they put that in? A while back. Yeah, okay, they have a luxury and, tax, and then yeah. yeah, and then people can even go over that salary cap and pay more if they wanted to, and that's what yeah, several but, teams do. But one of the big problems historically with Major League Baseball is is you can't outspend the New York Yankees. Correct. The New York Yankees can outspend the Cincinnati Reds ten times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And isn't that kind of where college football is right now? Yeah, except the, there's no Yankees in uh, college football because the Yank- nobody's as bad as the Yankees are. <laughs> and there's no commissioner, and there are no rules. And there it is looks a like commissioner. No what do you mean there's no commissioner in baseball? There's no commissioner for college football. football. 
Well, there, uh, but you now you're asking Greg Sankey to do and 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 yeah, basically yeah, yeah. put think, the I'll SEC at a disadvantage against the Big Ten. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Well, if, if these dudes want to go to ACC or Big Ten, you got to you got to maybe police your own house sometime. I've been thinking, especially with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, I think it's time for Sankey to declare himself the 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 poobah, the president of college football. I've been mm-hmm. thinking that for a while. Uh, don't, don't you think? So, don't you think Sankey? I mean, hey, if a five-star dude goes to Florida State or Ohio State, so be it, Pat. At some point, most of these dudes want to come to the SEC anyway. At some point, doesn't Sankey have to coconut up? No, I, don't, I think what you're talking about is gibberish, to be honest. No, what I'm you. saying is, okay, no, okay guys, we're, we're going to have like $50 million a team off our TV contract. We're going to have it all transparent. Here's what you're going to spend. Here's who you're going to give it to. And here's you're going to disclose it to everybody else. And if you don't do it, you're still cheating, and, and you're not answering the NCAA, you're answering to me. What about them apples? And then Ohio State says we're going to do well, something. Who cares about Ohio State? Well, because State. then they'll beat your butt. They'll get better players than you. They'll get well, better recruits well, that, than you. Well, that, that's yeah, that, that's why I think you wouldn't do it. You're not no. going to handy or handcuff his own conference. Not only that, but, but you, you are dealing with state legislatures which are saying you better not pass any of these rules because we'll, we'll sue you. Sure. So yeah, uh, but I think – like yeah, he said, it's a race to the bottom to see you can have the worst rules. Yeah, yeah, two things, guys, I'm done. I think if Sankey really showed up with a, a thought-out plan, everybody would shut up and, and play along. Last thing, guys, Steve asked an excellent question today. Which team do y'all see emerging of the SEC, muddy middle, east? And he was saying Florida, and I said Kentucky. And uh, be curious to hear y'all's answer to that, and y'all hang in there. All right, let me just, go, let me just say this one more time, and I don't, I don't know why – he can't hear what I'm saying, but yeah, like we said, Jeff, the commissioner is not going to say, "Let me hamstring my teams in my league." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, he's not going to do that, and he's not. It's not going to hold up. That's why he's got. He's begging Congress to do something, which won't happen for a while. But he, because the state legislatures have come up with these crazy wild rules where you can do this you can do that and if you if you try to enforce NCAA rules you you will be sued so that's it's just it's silly that whole yeah but I, I mean I remember before this even came into play we talked about it and and almost like you have to have a menu that says yeah. if you do this this is what you get if you do this but but nobody even uses there, there's no but NIL how do you, do that? you can't but I think, but I think we saw this coming that, that it could be like it's going to get out of control and it's not going to be used for the way it's supposed to, and they're just going to give money and that's the way it's going to be. It's it's and, really unfortunate. And getting Congress involved kind of scares me because sure. then who knows where it can go from there. But but it, there, I don't know that there is a good answer. I certainly don't think Sankey saying, "Well, we're not, we're not going to give as much money as the Big Ten is not the answer. Um, it can't be. And, and as far as the second question. I don't know what emerge means there. Um, So we know Georgia's going to win the East Mm -hmm. unless Tennessee knocks them off. Oh, Kentucky could be better than Tennessee. I don't think they'll be good enough to to win enough games to to win the East. I think they'll – I I, I see them as like a 6-2, Tennessee maybe a 6-2, Georgia 8-0. That's that's what I would predict. But – you know, so I, I, again, I don't know how good, because uh, Leary, 
at NC State was very erratic. So I'm curious to see how good he is at Kentucky. Again, getting Liam Cohen back as their coordinator was a huge win for them. But you know Kentucky. You guys have watched Kentucky. It's not exactly exciting football, and you try to pound out and grind out wins, and if you win eight or nine games, it's going to be good enough, and everybody's ready for basketball season. But I don't, I can't see Kentucky being the team that takes that leap. And to be honest with you, I don't see anybody. The only team I think that has a chance to win the East other than Georgia is Tennessee. Tennessee. All right, we need a break. We'll do that. Come back. A few more phone calls on the backside when we return here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, this is Tyler Kenyon. The Tampa Bay Rays play the Baltimore Orioles tonight at 6.40 p.m. The two teams begin the first game in a four-game series with the Rays looking to come back from a four-game sweep against the Texas Rangers. Game coverage starts right here at 6 p.m. Baltimore leads the regular season against Tampa 3-2 as it sits currently. In professional golf, former Gator Billy Horschel competes in the British Open Championship. That begins today on the Royal Liverpool course. The $16.5 million cash prize will be contended over from now until the 23rd. Number one for the Gator football team has officially been claimed by defensive end Princely Uman Mielen. The lineman previously wore number 33 but swapped for his junior season. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Tyler Kenyon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. When you buy a diamond at International Diamond Center, you can bring it back a year from now, trade it up to a bigger one, and get 110% of your original purchase price toward the new diamond. You pay me $10,000 for my diamond. When you come back and you want to trade it up, you're going to get that $10,000. Plus, we're going to give you a bonus of $1,000. IDC owner Keith LeClaire talking about IDC's industry-leading diamond trade-up policy. So you're getting 110% on what you paid for that diamond. Who else does this? I'm going to pay you more for that diamond than you paid me in the beginning. The 110% upgrade is just another thing that separates IDC from the rest. We stand behind what we sell. We know what we're selling. We believe in what we're selling. And we know the inherent value of that diamond. At IDC, your trust means everything. We want you to feel that you can buy with confidence. International Diamond Center. Highest quality, insane selection, guaranteed best value, full transparency, and the strongest consumer protection warranties in the industry. Our job is to keep you as a customer. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. 
The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound, EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. Jeff is leaving after this segment, so if you want to get your questions in for him, get them in during this segment. That'll be it. He's got to take off for business, and I will do the second hour so low. Let's go to Byron see what he's got for us. What's up, Byron? Well, good afternoon to you, gentlemen. Jeff, good to talk to you. I haven't called him for a while. Yeah. It's good to hear from you again. And um, we're getting closer to football season. So hopefully I keep my brain in in gear so I can be able to uh, chat with you a little bit more. You know, I always like to talk about facilities when I have the opportunity. And you did open up the show talking about McIlwain and his complaining about facilities. When he was a head coach here from 2015 to 2017, and I was wondering, you know better than I do, but uh, were the facilities really that bad back then? I mean, this was before the Havener Center, of course, but could they have been that bad? Well, I mean, this was before they built the uh, indoor facility as well, and Florida was one of the oh, okay. not the okay. last, but one of the last to get yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, right, right. And you know, I understand better. McElwain was also one of those guys that would he would look over at the Hawkins building and goes, "That that should be the indoor." You know, he didn't care about. That academics kind of yeah. yeah so i mean he just i mean <laughs> no and, and i think to me where maybe the issue was was florida built a lot of really good things but then other people then made newer stuff so then it yeah. looked like florida stuff was yeah. outdated but florida was the first of its kind with a lot like when mckeithen was built that was yeah. one of the best stadiums ever deal, yeah so you know you're not going to only have like a 10-year lifespan or 20-year lifespan, you've got to let it grow a little bit and obviously expand on out. And then other people started building a whole bunch of stuff. So then it looks like, okay, well, then the gears are behind. Yeah, nobody could ever explain to me what the Disney Plaza was for. I don't know. Just what a barbecue the, up there or yeah, something. What was, well, nobody ever did that, though. So yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. that part. Yeah. But it was, yeah, you're right, Jeff. It was considered to be... A big deal when I remember when the day it opened. We got in that press box for the first time. We're like, oh, my God. Yeah, this, this is, is tremendous. Luxury. So I think that was part of the problem. It's not like they were ever bad. It's just they got passed, and then yeah. you needed yeah. to do it a, a little bit keep more. Keep up with the Joneses. Sure. So people like McElwain started complaining about it. Yeah, but he didn't have to complain no. publicly. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, complaining privately would would have been fine. The problem was he would do it every chance he got at a microphone or 
anything no, like that. No. And and uh, there were just some really bad situations and where the athletic director and the former athletic director were not real happy with some of the things he was saying because mm -hmm. they were trying to do these things and he wouldn't wait. It was like he had the yeah. uh, he had no patience. Like Nick Saban talked yeah. about his when his mom would bake uh, or his grandmother would bake pies and he would say when's it ready when's it ready well it's ready when it's ready and that's he didn't have that pa he had that same kind of patience yeah one more thing do you know yet have you heard about the when the plans when the they as it the a a uh uu will pick out an architect to work on the new uh 400 million dollar facilities i mean renovation of uh, the swamp any word on that yet i had heard that they had picked picked it i don't know if they have or oh, really? not well, okay okay but i mean if they yeah, said joe's uh bar and grill is going to be i mean it wouldn't really matter to me it just well i wait yeah. and see when it's done then i'll then i'll tell you what i think of it yeah it's a matter of knowing if we're moving forward on it that oh know, yeah they're moving forward on it. you know there's yeah. going to be working on it, so something's being done to well keep again the, they won't be able to work on until after this football season that'll be the yeah, first oh, time i know start. that yeah. yeah sure i know that because they got to work on it in the in the off season correct? right right oh okay All i think right. well, 90 percent of it will be in the off season yeah okay well good talk to you have a good weekend all right byron thank you man let's get uh atx gator finish up the hour what's up dude hey gentlemen good to hear your voices again you too I uh, hope all is well. We're what forty-ish days to uh, to kick off, so the the Gator Homer tank is uh, definitely full as of now, especially after yesterday. Um, before we jump there, a couple points. Quick, just kind of might be a dumb thought, and shoot me down real quick if it is. So I can move on to the Napier piece. But uh, Pat, I get the different legislation and the point you're making there, but can't the NCAA just come out and say, hey, if you want to be a part of the NCAA, you're going to abide by X, Y, Z? guidelines and if you don't they, they don't get to participate well they have tried that and that what the states have said is no nah, you can't do that where we have the control you don't have the control so they are they have tried to and they've reminded people that it's illegal to tamper and they've said nah we're still going to tamper so um okay. yeah it's just a it's a mess that was caused by the ncaa and now they really have no answers for it so that's why they're having to go to congress yeah, okay, okay. And, and the only shout-out I'll give to Cattleman, this is Boy Lane Kiffin. I do love that he just came right out and completely, uh, you know, poo-pooed all over NIL in the state of college football. I, I actually do agree with Kiffin there. Um, no, well, I think we know, all uh, agree with that, don't you? I mean, I think we all agree with that, but nobody has an answer to it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And that's, I thought an easy answer would just be, hey, listen, yeah, you're right, we don't have the – like legal authority to necessarily do this, but we're kind of an optional group that right. you get to be a part of. If you want to be a part of the NCAA, then these are the rules you play by. If you don't, then go figure it out on your own. Yeah, I just think they've, they've tried doing being a little bit tougher, and um, it, it has not gone, <laughs> gone well. No, no one cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um, listen, I know you're, you're up on break again to the top of the hour. I... Again, I mean, uh, self-admitted, complete homer, but you can't do anything but love Billy Napier after yesterday. The guy is humble. He's honest. He's hardworking. Um, you know, he's everything you want in the person who represents your football team. I think he loves the game. 
um, which, you know, he exudes that. And, yes, we need to see it on the field, but I'll tell you, again, Homer Tank being full, I, I, and I'll call in later as we get closer to uh, the season, but I, I see definitely seven to eight wins. This team is better than Kentucky. I think they could rival Tennessee um, and, you know, TBD there. But, uh, you know, again, just good to be talking football as we get closer, and uh, we'll talk to you all here soon. Thanks, HGS Gator. Yeah, appreciate the call. Yeah, no, there. Here's the thing, I and I joke about this all the time. They always say this is the beginning of college football season. Well, it is for the coaches because the coaches have got all their. You know, Jim Kelly came directly from Europe. Saban was just in Italy. The coaches got their vacations taken care of. Yeah, and they're starting when when this starts. The fans don't have to start now because it's still a long way till football season. Florida didn't even practice for. Two weeks, right? Yeah, but it's a big, important time now. It's it's go time. Yep, it's exciting. Go time for I'm me ready. too. But Dules has got you for the next hour. I will uh, miss you, as Aww. I always do. Aww. Just cry an hour earlier than what the norm is. Uh, well, I will try not to cry on the air, but we'll have a good second hour. Your phone calls are welcome, and we appreciate them coming in. I'll give you some of my thoughts about SEC Media Days. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Chronic joint pain has a snowball effect. It's not just the pain. What that did is just make me depressed that I couldn't get back into the gym. And I was inactive, gaining weight. I had to find another alternative. And for Chad, that alternative was QC Kinetics and the non-surgical natural biologic treatments that can give lasting relief to aching hips, shoulders, knees, and backs. Once they explained it, it made sense. Putting what we have inside our body back into us in a certain strategic way to heal up in a natural process was fantastic. QC Kinetics treatments take place right in the office. No downtime, no surgery. And as for the outcome? I'm just back to bouncing around, having fun, doing my work, living pain-free. Don't let chronic joint pain rob you of your quality of life. Discover advanced regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Call now to learn more. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooling. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome back. Second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. Jeff is uh, taking off to for work, and I am going second hour solo, and then no show tomorrow. We, I am. You know what we're gonna do? I, this may be the dumbest thing of all time. My brother's coming to town. We're gonna try to play as much as many holes of golf as we can before I go back to St. Augustine and enjoy the weekend there. Um, so I got to get out. About seven thirty, seven forty-five in the morning, and that come back. So I got to pack up. A lot of work to do there. Uh, plenty of stuff to talk to you about. One thing that I did um, talk to, to Robbie about off the air, and I, I mentioned this and talked about it a little bit on my podcast today, I, which we taped today, and it'll be up tonight or this morning, tomorrow morning. I'm sorry. Um, is that? Everybody is in a great mood right now. Everybody's refreshed from vacation. Hopefully they got their batteries recharged. You know, I I talked a lot about, and we talked about it here, about Napier talking uh, uh, about his situation in terms of coming in the first year, how hard that was for him and, you know, dealing with NIL, Portal, taking over a program with a roster that was a mess, all that stuff. And, and I think one of our callers, uh, I think it was ATX Gator, was talking about how when you when you every time you watch Napier do a uh, a press conference like he just did uh, yesterday, you're so impressed with him, and you feel like this is the guy I want leading it. And 
you know, now they've got to show it on the field or, you know, people still aren't going to be happy. In fact, I'm doing something for the um, alumni newsletter about the games he needs to win to kind of get the Gator Nation all on his side. Now, I will say this. I think most people are on his side. I would say 65% of Gator Nation is pro-Billy Napier. They're happy with who they have. They're willing to give him time to build this roster. They want to see some results on the field. They want to see a better product. They want to see it get better this year. But they also understand it might not. Now, I get this question all the time on all these radio shows that I do for other people. And and like I, I've always said, you never turn down a radio guy. Never turn him down. Because you may want them to be on your radio show or your podcast or your some kind of thing. So I never turn anybody down. You, They call me, I, I do the show. But I'm always asked, is can Billy Napier be on the hot seat this year? And I'm like, no, I don't think he can be. But I will say this. I thought about it today. What if he goes 2-10? and 10? No. Oh, yeah, he'd be on the hot seat. You don't win any games that matter, you're going to be on the hot seat. That ain't going to happen. I think their their team's too good, and you know we were Jeff and I were talking earlier about defensively. I think people are kind of excited. Uh, how excited are Gator fans that Princely um, will wear Princely? You you I always say the wrong name wrong. Yuma Leyland. Anyway, is going to wear number one this year, and I assume Ricky Pearsall will also have number one. I've never been a fan of duplicate numbers. I remember I would I would criticize it in, in print, and Jeremy would always call me up and goes, look, we got 120 players on our teams. How can we not have duplicate numbers? I'm like, you don't play 120. You can't play 100. You can't put that many on the field. I don't know what the, the rules are now. I can look it up to see what how many you can put on the field, but there's no need for duplicate numbers. It's a recruiting tool that, coaches use but if nobody had duplicate numbers guess what there wouldn't be a problem so you're saying oh I can't I got to get this guy uh, he wants to wear number one so I, I we've got to give another guy number one too in, in addition to the guy we already have wearing number one who's our best player or number seven or whatever it was well no because if, if you just put, pass the rule, and again, this is would be an NCAA rule. This goes back to what we were talking about earlier. If you did it in the SEC, would it be a recruiting disadvantage? I don't think it would be a huge one, but it would be a disadvantage. So you can't do it. You have to do it for all college football. I think it's stupid that you – I love it when the, the PA guy, for wherever we are, wherever we've been – misidentifies a player like as, uh, let's say, um, number seven, but he's got the defensive guy instead of the offensive guy. Touchdown by Joe Smith instead of, you know, whoever it was. But Princely will be wearing number one this year, and I think that says a lot about how they feel about him. That's why they think he's going to be a big-time player. And I I, I kind of 
think he is too. But everybody goes back to that one play, I think it was the Vegas Bowl, where he really didn't make an effort on one play. He was tired, and he just they, he just didn't make it much of an effort. And this is social media in the world we live in today. All of a sudden, it's, it's all over Twitter. People are showing it. He said, man, I was just worn out. I, he even came back on it. I don't worry about things like that. But the point I was trying to get to that we talked about Monday, Robbie and I did, and again, Robbie will join us uh, Monday again on the show, so that'll be fun. But the one thing we talked about was I I, I said, you know, Robbie, everybody thinks they're going to be better than they probably are right now. Maybe except Georgia, but you don't even know for sure that Georgia, because if you're a Georgia fan, you're expecting 15-0. and If you go 14-1, you'll, you'll take it, but it's not 15-0. Because 14-1, you would have to have won. Well, you could have gone 14-0 and then lost the national championship game. But they expect to be in the playoff. They expect to win it. But for the most part, everybody else is probably thinking they're a little better than they probably are. But here's one thing I know. This is an absolute. It doesn't change. There are 112 SEC teams or games where uh, there's 56 games where you'll have 112 teams because you'll have one on each side, right? I'm not saying there's 112 teams in the SEC, but there's 56 games. That's the point I'm trying to make. So you got 56 games. Somebody is losing every one of those 56 games. There are no ties anymore. They haven't been ties for a long time. Somebody is losing all 56 of those games. Right now, there aren't too many teams that expect to lose any. That's going to be 56 sudden deficits, no matter who you're talking about. Whether you're talking about Ole Miss, whether you're talking about Auburn, whether you're talking about Kentucky, whether you're talking about Alabama, LSU. 56 losses are coming. In SEC games only. That didn't even include the conference title game or the if you get into the playoffs. But you got 56 losses coming. That's all we know for sure. And when they come, they come with uh, a lot of people getting upset. Doesn't matter how many you've ever lost. Doesn't matter how many you've ever won. People are going to get upset when you lose and happy when you win. But right now, everybody's O and O. That's why they're happy. All right, we'll get some phone calls in here. Uh, if you want to talk, we're pretty much. I will talk a little bit about the British Open, but I, I watched some of it today. I also had a lot of stuff to do, and I also obviously was watching some of the SEC media days. So I didn't see a, a ton of it today. I'm planning on. Saturday and Sunday, just dissolving into it. Uh, so I look forward to that. Let's go ahead and get some phone calls, though. Mike's up. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Patrick. How you doing? Good. Uh, yeah, I'll still play golf, but watching golf, going to tournament, that's all dead to me now. I'm not going to put any money in the pocket 
of a dictatorship, you know, that was responsible for knocking down the trade center. I'm just not going to forgive that. So, you know, they can do what they want to do, but they they won't get me to watch or do anything with that. Um, Pat, I, uh, you were talking about the player that was that, that one play he didn't try. That wasn't the only play he didn't try on. Uh, the, the only there was only one Gator defensive player that tried tried hard every play, and it, anybody could tell you who that is. But for the rest of the part, it was the lack. That's what I'm worried about more than anything else. Is yeah, I'm, I'm I agree with everything that Napier's doing, but last year he didn't get his players to play hard for him, especially on defense and at the quarterback position. And if you you know uh, Spurrier, those players run through a wall for him. Uh, same thing with uh, Urban, but those players didn't. They and part of it was because they they were so messed up from the prior coach when it came to being entitled and working hard and you know. Uh, so he had to turn everything around. But I'm worried that has, has he really got these guys to buy in? Because we heard it last year, and obviously they hadn't bought in. Uh, so uh, that's the one thing I'm looking for. If he can get his players to play hard. Then you know that, that's fine with me until we can get some better players. But next year we go out, we have the defense just loafing on many plays. Then we're in trouble because that's if he, if he can't motivate his players, you can do everything else right, but it's not going to be good on game day. And what did you think, Pat? Well, there were guys that, and, and I, I've said this a million times, but I think when I, I think when Dan Mullen lost his team was the LSU game from two years ago. Yeah. And when he was like, well, we, we can lose this game. It'll be all right. You know, we'll still, we could still get in the playoffs. And that was, no, nah, that, that's not the way you get guys ready to play a, a big game at home, especially against an, a rival. Uh, and yeah. then I, I think it's, it's kind of infected this team for two, two more years. Yeah. So I, I think, agree. I think Billy did, Get rid of some guys, or, or suggested that they get in the portal that were not given all the, their all. And it, he said this before. He tried to save those guys. He tried in, instead of having uh, his first year come in and and just start, you know, peeling off guys that weren't going to put the effort in. He wanted to try to help them and get them so that they could play well. And and after a point, he just went, "Well, you're gone." And Brenton Cox yeah, would be a good not. example of that. Yeah, and, and a number of other players. Uh, you know, I, on the offensive side, I thought the running backs, wide receivers, offensive linemen, I thought they played hard. The quarterback didn't, but the rest of the team did. So I, the number one thing I'm looking for is effort, especially out of the defense. If we don't see any uh, improvement in defense, uh, it's, you're going to hear some people starting to growl a little oh, bit. It's, it, it can't be worse. It, it would be, no. I mean, statistically, <laughs> it's impossible for it to be worse. I know. Pat, why do you think the one game, South Carolina game, all the defensive players were given so much effort compared to the rest of the year? It just stood out. It, you know, you saw guys pinning their ears back and coming after the quarterback. You didn't see it the rest of the year. What, what could have motivated them to play hard for one game? I don't think it was that. I think that sometimes it just works out that way, that where the other – you had maybe a better game plan – Maybe you have guys who are uh, a little more fired up for some reason. It was at home. 
I mean, certainly Florida's defense played hard in the opener against Utah. I mean, they just they weren't they weren't very good last year. No matter whether they played hard or not, they weren't very good. And that game, um, I think Rattler got rattled. To be honest with you, so um, uh-huh. and sometimes that does happen. You know that that place can can rattle some people, but it, it's hard to explain a lot of things that that happened over the last two years. <laughs> I, know it. I just I tell you the truth, I feel sorry for Napier. He walked into a really bad situation. Well, uh, I would have done it for seven it, with million with a lot too. more pressure. Pardon me. I would have done it for seven million. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I'm not going to feel that sorry for him. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pat. Thanks, bud. Yeah, no, and that's true. But I mean, here's the thing too about it is I did feel a little bit bad for him when when he was talking about how it kind of it just it felt like things were coming from every direction in his first year. It's let me tell you what it's hard to come into this place in your first year and uh, and be the head coach. Now, some guys it, look it was. Not necessarily that hard for Coach Spurrier, to be honest with you. Because all he had to do was change the attitude. He had the players. It wasn't ridiculously hard for Dan Mullen. McElwain had recruited actually pretty well. It wasn't that hard for McElwain because he had a defense because Muschamp recruited defense well. In Muschamp's case, he had to change everybody's attitude because there had been too much enabling. When when Urban Meyer comes in here, Ron Zook had recruited the hell out of it. Don't forget that 2016, 21 of 22 starters were recruited by Ron Zook. But when when Napier came in here, there wasn't a lot there. I mean, it was just a lot of bad attitudes and a lot of guys who didn't and maybe hadn't been developed properly and uh, – and again, sometimes I sit here and I go, why are we always bashing Dan Mullen, the guy who got him to three straight New Year's Six Bowls and won the East is in, in uh, the third year, and we thought maybe Florida football was on the way. But it's the last – the way the, that season finished and the way the next season went, and then, then what, he, what the roster he left behind is why people are not happy with him and get mad at him. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, I'll tell you about the best college football player to ever wear every jersey number. I'm only going to tell you about two of them because they're Gators. Can you guess which numbers they are? You are listening to The Tailgate on ESPN WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good evening, Gainesville. I'm Ramon Sanchez Laporte. The USA Women's National Team will be playing in the FIFA Women's World Cup. The USA Women's Team plays their first game tomorrow, July 21st at 9 p.m. against Vietnam. Also, today was the last day for SEC Media Days. You can find coverage online for a recap of the week and to find any important information that you may have missed. Lastly, Tyler Glasnow takes the mound tonight for the Tampa Bay Rays as they take on the Baltimore Orioles today in St. Petersburg, Florida at Tropicana Field. You can find coverage for the game here tonight at 6 p.m. Don't miss out. And that's your Sports Center, Gainesville. This is Ramon Sanchez, the fourth. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. 
Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. Leo's is cruising into our 47th summer in Gainesville, and we are bigger and better than ever. Come on down and see the familiar faces of our incredible team. Hey, I'm five and a half years in and still one of the new guys. Our sliced combos are a perfect way to get a fix in one of the last salad bars in town, and the family feast will satisfy your entire crew. You can be proud when you eat at Leonardo's, knowing that you support a local family business that has been part of the Gainesville community for nearly half a century. Hey, Jeff, we're nearly as old as Pat. <laughs> Not even close. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. 
This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, 392-8255, the number to call if you want to get in here and uh, chat with me, whether you saw anything on SEC Media Days. I will say this, was very unnewsworthy. Now, again, a year, what was it, a year ago when the Ohio State-Texas thing broke during SEC Media Days? Uh, that was a newsworthy day. Uh, and I, I think I'm right about this. I think tomorrow is when, early, is when they announce – the order of finish and the and the uh, you know the all SEC teams the all SEC teams I couldn't care less about because they're just they're just you're you're basing it on what they did last year not what they're going to do order of finish I'm curious about it's not important but I'm just curious what what the media boys and girls looked at um, I did I. I I do follow this guy on Twitter. It's called Big Game Boomer. And they're always ranking things. They're always doing lists. And I'm a big list guy, as you know. I do lists to about two a week for uh, Gators Wire. Uh, in fact, uh, I I think the one may be up. If it's not up, it'll be up in a, later. About my 12 takeaways from SEC Media Days. And again, this is just from watching it on TV and listening to guys and reading stuff and you know, I didn't go. I There were times when I wish I was there, and there were times when I wish I wasn't. But anyway, uh, this site, it always does all these lists, and every time I look at it, I go, well, that's the dumbest. That's, that's not right. Um, but I still watch it. And so I got, this was the one I looked at today, best college football player to wear every number from 1 to 99. So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I said, wait a minute, big game boomer. Let me think about this. Let me look. Yeah, 10 players from Oklahoma are on this list, okay? There is one from Florida State, and that is Dion, who wore number two, of course. Uh, that seems a little low, and I hate to say that about FSU, but that seems a little low. There's only a couple. I think there's only three from Miami. So you're talking about – Probably the two best programs, I think, in college football, along with Florida in the 90s. Only had three total or four total players, but for Florida State, they only have one. But I don't know how much I'd even think about who the best number one was. Yeah, best one number one I ever saw was Percy Harvin, but Eddie George, I mean, I'm sorry, Larry Fitzgerald is the one they list. There's two Gators on this list, number 15. Not Anthony Richardson, but Tim Tebow. And uh, number 51, Brandon Spikes. So I love seeing Brandon Spikes get some love there. That's great. Because Brandon Spikes, I don't think, gets enough credit for how good a player he was at Florida. Um, And again, some of it goes back to what he did in the NFL. You look at this list of guys, and I'm like going, uh, let me just go 89 through 99. Ditka, Steve Entman, Dewey Selman, Reggie White, Leroy Selman, Randy White, Bubba Smith, uh, Cornelius Bennett, Lawrence Taylor, Hugh Green. These were all great NFL players. And that's I, – I still – I'm a big believer in this. You have to separate what you did in college versus what you did in the NFL. Those are two different things. 
Nobody should be judged on their college career based on what they did in the NFL. I'm a big believer in that. I lose that argument with a lot of people. Um, but, for example, on this list there are what? One, two, three, four, five, uh, five Ohio State players. That Six Ohio State players. No, five. Seven. No, seven. Sorry. <laughs> I'll get the number right eventually. It's just, again, it's just, that's what lists are. Lists are fun. Just have fun with it. I'm not, ta- I'm not taking it too seriously. I think it's ridiculous that you only have one player from Florida State on there, but I'm happy. I can live with that. I can wake up in the morning and wash my face and go play some golf because FSU only had one player on there. Um. I do like what happened at SEC Media Days with uh, Ricky Pearsall talking about how he's going to run back punts this year. And it's been a, a another one of my complaints, and it's but it's been a long one, ongoing one for a couple of years now, how Florida was, didn't do anything on special teams. And the, part of the reason was they had a guy returning punts who was just trying to catch him. And I understood the philosophy there, especially when you had Kyle Trask. Even though you had Kadarius Toney, when you had Kyle Trask, you just wanted the ball. You just wanted the ball because you knew you could go right down the field. And I do get that. But Florida's got to make something happen on special teams. If you want to be a legitimately really good program, that's a big part of it. And again, a lot of that has to do with with what Urban Meyer did when he was at Florida. By the way, I don't know how many of you have seen the uh, trailer for the the, uh, Swamp Kings thing. I'm supposed to be getting a sweatshirt from them. They sent me an email, said, hey, what's your size? We're going to send you a sweatshirt since you participated. I appreciate that. Hadn't come yet, though. And then I realized it's coming all the way from England because the production crew that's doing this, thing for Netflix was is from England and in fact the woman who interviewed me was English um so I can't wait to get that that'll be cool but um if you haven't seen the trailer yet it's uh it's it's not PG let's put it that way <laughs> and I don't mean that Paul Gardner but I mean it's not it is definitely uh the very end of it there is a word that you know you can say on Netflix but you can't say here we all know that. Uh, but it, it was pretty uh, – it got – like my daughter said, it got me – I got goosebumps, Dad. I go, I don't know. She goes, are you going to definitely be on that? Because I want to watch it and I want to watch it with you and see what you – I go, I don't – how do I know if I'm definitely going to be on it? They they interviewed me for four hours. They didn't say, and here you're going to be in segment two. You know, If they don't show me, they don't show me. It, I'll be okay. I got a little money out of it. Hopefully, I get a sweatshirt out of it, too. Um, and it's just going to be perfect for right now. Not over in England. Over in England, they're not worried about sweatshirts. They they have them pretty much uh, all set. You know what? I, I hate to say this, but the best part of the coverage so far of the uh, British Open was definitely – when they show, because they're they're playing at Royal Liverpool, when they showed um, 
the statues of the of the four Beatles walking down the road. It, it's not Abbey Road, but it's and it they are so the, the statues are done so well, very much like the ones here at Florida. Sometimes you see statues of guys and you just go, well, it kind of looks like him. The ones that they did here, I, I, I went through the process with the guy who did them and, and, uh, when I first broke the story about the statues that were going up. And uh, it was it's a painstaking process. In fact, they did plaster casts of all, the, all three of the guys and everything like that. So they, And they look like those guys, they, you know. But sometimes they don't. But these were unbelievable. And I literally got a little emotional looking at it, just seeing it. Made me want to go to Royal Liverpool, play around a golf. But I, I think it's going to be a fun weekend for the golf. I, 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 one thing that I have learned in my old age, don't get too excited for the first round. The one I will always get excited for the first round will be the Masters because – I am watching because of the course more than the players or the even more than the prestige that comes with winning that. But all these other tournaments, I, I've learned you, you get excited and you're ready and you want to watch it. Oh, man, I can't wait for it. And then you realize it, nothing really happens here. Nothing's going to happen. Eventually – Somebody is going to win this tournament, but it ain't going to be today. So I, that was kind of the approach I took today. And, again, we're at fourth major, and that, that may be a part of it. By the way, for those of you wondering, Billy Horschel shot 73 today, two over. Uh, just didn't make a lot of birdies today. He will be teeing off at 2.52 in the morning if you want to go. No, I think that was today that he teed off at 2.52 in the morning. So he'll have an earlier tee time tomorrow. See if he can make the cut there. He's 66, so he's still got a chance to make the cut. Uh, if you don't know, uh, Lamprecht, Fleetwood, and Grillo are tied for the lead at 5-under. I, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see, see what happens this weekend. Let's get a call in. Let's get Johnny's call. What's up, Johnny? Hey, Patch, how's it going, man? Good. All right, Mr. Pat, this is a question. I, I, I know um, there's been a lot of conversation about the um, renovation of the stadium, and, and I've missed a, a whole lot of it. But in your opinion, do you think it would affect um, our recruiting? You know, I know guys come to play football. I don't know if it's been discussed or not. But do you think it would have any kind of impact on um Recruiting at all if they're going to be making all, doing all this stuff to the stadium and, and these guys want to play in front of big crowds and this and that and you know what I mean. So um, well, the, the crowds are still going to be big crowds. I mean, it's, they're not going to do yeah. any of this work during the seasons, okay. uh, even for the next four or five years. The the one thing that um, I'll be honest with you, Johnny, I don't think the size of your stadium or the the how into your fan, it, your fans are really has that much effect on anything anymore. It's all about what what can I get from NIL, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's the, that's the world we live in. But I I do think yeah. more than that is what Scott Strickland's trying to do for the fans, and that is to make them more comfortable and make them want to go to games when they're playing McNeese State or somebody like that. Mm, okay, okay, all right. I just I was thinking about that, and and and, and since you mentioned NIL. I always think about the players that 
there's going to be a lot of players who don't get in NILs and all that. How, how, how does that work with those players? If you could kind of like talk about that, if you can, and I'll listen to you off the air, Mr. Pat. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Appreciate it. Um, I think, and I may be way off on this, but I think everybody gets some kind of NIL money that's on scholarship. I think everybody gets something. It may only be, you know, 5000 bucks. So you're getting your cost of attendance, which is another check you get, and then you get NIL money. So even if you're the second-string snapper but you're on scholarship, you're going to get something. And you know what else you're getting? A full scholarship to go to uh, the, a top-five university. And, and if you, even if you don't make it in football, and most of you won't, this is an opportunity for you to better your life. So I think in the end – they're getting a pretty sweet deal, even if they're not playing. Uh, obviously, there are other guys, recruits, that they get in here and they, they lure them in with NIL promises. Um, but I, I, and I don't know if it's true or not. I think, but I, I heard this from a, a pretty good source that everybody's getting something. Everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. It's a Beatles song. All right, we got to get a break. We're way behind. Let me do that, and we'll come back and uh, take some more calls and talk some more college football with you here on the tailgate on ESPN WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call 333-0460 Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around, don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some 
cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Staying hot well into the evening. We do have a chance to get cooled down by a passing thunderstorm, but the better chance for rain today is well south of our area, closer to the I-4 corridor. Tonight, mostly clear skies, very mild low temperatures tomorrow morning, only falling again into the mid-70s. The heat continues to wrap up the work week highs tomorrow in the upper 90s. Heat indices again between 105 and 110. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. When you think of other shows, if you tune into The Bachelor and I said, you know what, we're not going to do the rose ceremony on TV. It's just too mean to. We're not going to do that. Well, that's that's the main thing of the show. Well, that's what Hard Knocks is. Hard Knocks is about you getting cut, that we buy into your story. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, so with all that's going on today, including the wrap-up of SEC Media Days, I always like it when uh, this is the time. In fact, Robbie and I came up with an idea about four or five years ago. We figured all this out with SEC Media Days, and one thing was, hey, let's go ahead and get out of here on Wednesday. We don't really, unless Florida's talking on Thursday. Florida was always the first day for a long time. We don't really need to stay for the guys that are going to talk Thursday, and we can get halfway home, have a you know, then make it into turn into two four hour drives instead of an eight hour drive. So we we started doing that, but I always feel bad when I look and see those poor hacks in that cold room hacking out their stories, and nobody's around. It's the energy has left the building. Um, anyway, we can talk about. SEC media days, if you want. I did want to bring up the Braves game today because the Braves, this is an amazing stat that I saw, and it that since the break, remember they, they played their first game and they played against the White Sox and beat them 9 nothing, and we're like, boy, this is maybe the best team of all. This is the greatest team I've ever seen. And then things went south for them. They lost five in a row. Some of them really badly, and some of them they just got trounced. Um, but during that one in five start to the uh, after the All Star break, the Braves actually increased their lead by a game in the NL East. So I was getting a little concerned. Then I went, eh, I guess that everything's okay. Then today they play uh, again at home against the Diamondbacks, and Strider's going and. I go, okay, man, it's time for you to show that you're the guy on this team. And he was pitching great, but the Braves were getting no hit. So they end up by another all-star. But uh, they end up um, 
getting a, a homer butt from Arcia, and then um, Strider gives up two homers in the seventh. They fall behind, but the Braves score four in the eighth. My man Matt Olson hit two homers today. He is up to 32 homers. It's pretty darn good. Uh, Arcia hit one, as I said, and then uh, Riley has his 20th homer. So 80 RBI, 32 homers for Matt Olson. And again, they I think they locked up Arnaud yesterday to a contract. So they've got this whole team signed up for a while. So it's going to be a lot of fun uh, watching those Braves games. Did give up 16 runs two days ago, right? Yes, two days ago, 16-13. That's never a good loss. It's never a good loss when you score 13 in baseball and lose, or softball for that matter. But the Braves do win today, and it just increases their lead, I would think, although uh, I don't know what the uh, other teams did. Braves are still up 10.5 games on, on first place um, over the Phillies and the Marlins now. I didn't even know the Phillies were still in the league. <laughs> just kidding. My my good friend Ken Hesser is a big Phillies guy, so I'm just giving him a hard time. Mets are a mere 17 and a half back. Yankees are now nine games back. But you know, that's a funny thing. The Yankees are three games over 500, and they're in last place. How does it feel to be looking up at the Red Sox, who I didn't even know were in still playing baseball? Yankees have lost four in a row now. Yay. <laughs> hey, negative rooting is a part of my life. I'm sorry. It's just, it, it, it is what God made me to a point. Um, but I do like to, um, I do like the negative root. That's the other thing is as we, like SEC media days, we're all kind of fired up about it things and it, it does kind of peter out at the end and everything but we're still so far away from the start of practice let alone start of games it's not the start of football season it's the start of talking season and then you talk and everybody will keep talking about things that haven't changed it's like we're all doing mock drafts we have to change them just to change them but we'll, there'll be obviously SEC media days does start kind of the talking season and then then you start the practices about around August 2nd, August 3rd in there. And then eventually there'll be football games. I do know there are NFL preseason games coming up not too far away, which we'll watch just because it's football and we can watch. But um, certainly there's no question that um, we're all excited. And then you start looking at some of the games when they th- – they flash those schedules up for every SEC team as they flash them. They go, oh, that'll be great. Oh, that'll be good. Like Robbie said on Monday, just get me to the season. I, I SEC media days was, was part of our lives and part of our jobs for a long time. I remember one year um, we left the day after my golf tournament. We used to have the tournament a lot later so we in, in July, and we left the day after my tournament. So we, you know, it's – hard as that is to do that tournament and you're just exhausted and then you have to get in the car and go eight hours but um we made it and we enjoyed doing it robbie's a great driver i will tell you that he's he's got the driving gene as we always say all right well we will take a break unless somebody wants to talk about how the colonial 
Athletic Association changed to the Coastal Athletic Association. <laughs> that is the big story of the day in college sports. Uh, but we will uh, take a break, come back, and wrap it up here on the tailgate, ESPN WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Bennett Solomon. Tampa Bay Rays are no longer at the top of the AL East after dropping their fourth straight game to the Texas Rangers yesterday. Now they are tied with the Baltimore Orioles in the division, but Baltimore holds the tiebreaker at the moment. Tonight, the Rays will begin a four-game series with the Orioles at home. You can catch coverage of the game right here starting at 6. SEC Media Days concluded. Coaches and players from Ole Miss, South Carolina, and Tennessee spoke to reporters earlier today. Yesterday, Billy Napier spoke to reporters about the expectations he has for the upcoming 2023 season. In soccer, the U.S. women's national team begin their quest for a third straight FIFA Women's World Cup title tomorrow. They will face Vietnam at 9 p.m. on Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, welcome back. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. Again, Jeff uh, had to cut out for the second hour, but it'll be no show tomorrow. We'll we'll be back Monday. It'll be me and Robbie on Monday. Jeff is doing some other stuff, and then uh, Tuesday no show, and then we'll be back together Wednesday, as far as I know. I think everything will be fine there. So um, look forward to that as well. Um, and again, th- hey, look. It's summer, man. We're not football coaches. We can take vacation time right now. You know, they they can't. We can't. So we're taking some much needed vacation. I know that Jeff's been gone a lot, but a lot of that I mean, obviously it was baseball related. Um I did uh I don't want to talk too much about the uh, sale of the uh commanders to uh, Josh Harris today, which is what finally went through, and they evict, basically evicted Dan Snyder. Not one of my favorite people, but again, I only dealt with him once in my life, and that was when Coach Spurrier was the coach there, and Coach Spurrier actually brought him into the office um, to find. He was looking for me. He goes, "Yeah, here, here's our local guy," and I'm like, "No, I'm not local. I mean, I'm, I'm local where you were from, where where we were together all the time, but." Um, and that was so nice of him to, I mean, he goes and gets the owner, you know, who just got $6 billion. Um, but if I'm a commanders fan and I know people who are fans of the Washington team, it's a glorious day. It can't get worse. Can it? I mean, where you're just every year, you got no chance and you screw it up and you know. I still would have been curious to see what might have happened with Steve if he had gone to a different school. He's always said, I didn't go to the wrong lead. I went to the wrong place. And I agree with him. But he had people coming behind his back and stuff. I mean, there, it's a lot of stories. I don't want to get into too much of that. But if I would think that there's not too many fans of the Washington Commanders who are sitting here today and is going, dang it, man, he was such a good owner. I'm guessing no. You know, it's funny because we had the Rays games Rays game on yesterday. I think they play tonight at 6:40. I think it's on radio here on WRUF as well. And I have no no problem with the Rays. I they, they're kind of fun to watch. Uh, I just don't have a a real strong feeling about it. But now I the fact that the Orioles have caught them makes me kind of want the Orioles just because the Orioles have been like they've been the equivalent of the Redskins or commanders for so long. Just not good. And they finally have gotten good. And it's kind of fun to watch when a team goes from being, you know, one of the elite. Don't forget, I mean, when I was young, I'll, I'll remember this for as long as I live, and somehow you remember little things. I'm watching baseball with my dad. It's the Red Sox versus the Orioles. Frank Robinson's up. And the uh, Red Sox are winning, and I like the Red Sox. I 
I've told you guys this. I became a Red Sox fan in 67 when they – that was my American League team because I loved that Yastrzemski getting the triple crown and everything. So I'm watching the game, and uh, I'm like, man, I hope Brooks Robinson hits one off the wall here. If he does, it'll tie the game, and I can stay up later. And he did. And the next guy got a hit, the game was over, and they, the Red Sox lost. I went, wait, that wasn't what – no, that's not – maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should have just not wished that. So I don't know that it had anything to do with the game, but that's when the Orioles were great, and obviously the Brooks Robinson years and all that, and uh, we all know that, how good they were. There's no question about it. But, man, it has just been ugly for them, and it's kind of neat, kind of neat – to see this uh, happen. You know, again, I'm holding nothing against the Rays, but it's just kind of neat to see it happen. Um, I, I, I was trying to look up something right here, but I, I don't want to take away from the last 30 seconds of the show, but a lot of, a lot of stuff out there about Billy Napier and the recruiting class. And again, I, I wait until I see what they look like and when they play in a game. We are allowed to go to practice. I would probably go. Not definitely, but probably go. You're allowed to go out and watch them stretch, watch them run out routes. That's about it. But we'll see what happens. But certainly, you'd like I've said a million times, you don't have to win the recruiting. You don't have to be number one. But you need to be in the top five, and you need to stack top five classes. When you start doing that is when you build a roster. Doesn't mean you're going to be good all the time. Sometimes you're not going to be good. Sometimes you're going to have a tough season. Sometimes you're going to be like Nick Saban and lose two games on the last play of the game and not make the playoff. But you get a good enough roster, you're going to win a lot of games. All right, we will see you on Monday, Robbie and myself. Until then, I am Pat Dooley. I'm deep. I'm way back. And I am out of here.